Multiverse oh, wait. of Heat. Yeah. Luke, have you seen the new show for the new Star Wars movie? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, if not, if we could have you watch that. Now in podcast form, I'm Luke. And I'm Devin. And this is week two of our Weird Vacation episodes. Thank you to our Patreon backers who I'm hoping have not taken away all of their money. Um, yeah, uh, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, which would probably be understandable, at the time this would normally be getting recorded and then going up, I am in Vietnam or flying back from Vietnam, so I didn't want to have to deal with figuring out how to record over there and also taking my laptop and microphone. And also, there's like a nine-hour time difference, which... That too. Mm-hmm. It's weird that the rest of the world doesn't really do daylight savings time. Or no, it's weird that we do. It's more so. just weird that we do. We're not a farm-based, like, society anymore. Who made Steve Gutenberg a star? We do. We do. Because, so. yeah, because I tried to escape with one of my friends who was in Bulgaria now for the Peace Corps, or not for Peace Corps, but just for, like, a Teach for America thing. And, yeah, it's like I have to always, like, re... Every time Daylight Savings Time happens, I have to, like, re like, figure out, like, when she says, let's Skype at 8, what time is that now? Because 8 is still constant for her, but not for me. Yeah, I've had the uh, similar thing happen with my brother... Because we'll, like, talk on the phone, and it's like, oh, nope, I'm not here. Just the worst. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Paul Tobin is sharing a bunch of stuff from uh, Agents of Atlas. That's and cool. Like, the original appearance is a Marvel boy, where... Ugh. Oh, geez, that has so much lettering on there. It's like... A third of the page is no, lettering. Like, what's it and called? Re- reading old comics is, like, hard sometimes. It really depends on the comics. Because, like, oh, some of those old Iron Man issues, damn, they're like a chore. But you got your money's worth of story out of them. No, it's true. So, I, I finally decided to beat Breath of the Wild... And it's kind of sad, because, I don't know, I'd say it has problems with a feeling of escalation, in a way. Like, you, you never really feel pressure, which is a nice thing. It's definitely a nice thing, especially at times compared to Persona 5, where it's like, oh, you literally have these many days, otherwise you're going to get expelled from school and then your parents are going to disown you. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that game is constantly on a clock, but Breath of the Wild is very much, oh, no, you can literally spend the next three days hunting for a bug. Which is what I did. Well, a bird. I hated hunting down that damn bird. Have you played Breath of the Wild at all yet? I forget. Nope, kind of the Wii U. That's right. For a Switch. 
Yeah, I, I don't necessarily see myself wanting you to go and get a Switch. Yeah, I don't need a Switch. Hmm. Not when I have PlayStation 4. Persona, Persona. I just sent Sheila a PlayStation firm request. Ugh, look at that. No trophies, Luke. Painful. I got some Achievos. How do you get a trophy? That's the same as an achievement. I should have some. Oh, I... and maybe you haven't synced up to the PlayStation Network. Get those trophies to the sink. Come to me. Controller, we're doing this now. Maybe one day, Luke, you'll be a PlayStation trophy addict like your old friend Devin. With his 4,420 tro trophies. And okay. in my opinion, that's not enough. Well, I am... Turning it on now, switching over to the HDMI channel. Can you see the icon that I chose? I did. You did or you didn't? I did. Yeah, the awesome skateboard man. So how do I sync this up? Just go to trophies. How do I find my trophies? Oh, God. Ugh. Oh, oh, okay. Ugh. Here, I'll turn my PlayStation on so oh, I can walk oh, you yeah. through it. Yeah, so I've got the Castle of Lust Falls. Uh, Phantom Thieves. No, I don't have that one yet. Uh, Execution Leading to Rebirth. Ooh, that one has 69% common. Uh, precise insight. Because I love being a dick. Soul of Rebellion. The sneaking one! But now if you exit your trophies, Luke, you can go to Friends. Friends! And then there should be friend requests at the bottom. Hey, I'm now friends with a Devin. Okay, you now don't leave me. because I have to fix this, otherwise it'll bother me forever. What do you have to fix? Oh no, where are you? Where's Coltrag? I have to send you a real name friend request. Because anything is else is the worst, and I hate it. Oh, where are you? Send real name request. So what does this mean? It means I won't see Coltrane. It'll just say Luke Hare. Uh, Devin, I'm just like Yahtzee. That is my real name. But yeah, now you can see my achievements, right? Yep. Oh, probably. Yeah. Let me click. Yeah, Luke 
is 45% of level 1 complete with your 6 trophies. Mm-hmm. Or you can go through my trophies and look at all the games I've played over the last 8 years. The answer is, there's a lot. <laughs> we are so good at podcasting, Devin. That we are. Everyone wants to know about my my trophies. Uh, you you didn't get any trophies in Destroy All Humans, Devin. That's the game I just started playing. Uh, you got all the Batman trophies. Yeah. Oof. Do they actually come out with a pay-for version of, of Adventure? No, it's a free-to-play game. Okay, I was going to say, I played a lot of that on the computer for a while, and that got tiring really fast. Like, I, I downloaded a... Uh, it's a game I kick on once every couple of weeks. Just to harvest your money? Yeah. Yeah. There had been a time where I was really into playing that on the computer so i'd leave my uh, laptop running for like eight hours with the auto clicker on and i'd come back and my computer would be really hot and warm that's bad yeah you don't have to do that in this one you can hire people to click for you oh well, yeah but you could click i could click a thousand times a second or i could do it your way yeah i do it this way because this way then it's much easier were you not a fan of the Back to the Future game? Um, I like it. I just haven't gone back to play it more. You haven't beaten all of Lego Marvel Avengers? I've beaten the game. I haven't 100% of it. I'm disappointed in you, Devin. All, I... of, all of story mode is complete. Did you not like Lego the Hobbit? Eh, it's okay. Yeah, you only have 2% completed on that. I bought it, and then I wasn't really feeling like playing a LEGO game, mostly because I think that was when LEGO Avengers was about to come out, so then I quit playing. Hmm. Oh, you have LEGO Hobbit on two separate accounts on here. Here, You have it for, like, Persona for PlayStation 3 and I borrowed. I borrowed for PlayStation 3 from the library. But never finished it, and then it was on sale for like six bucks on PS4, so then I bought it there. Huh. So, Lego Batman, you can't get all the trophies unless you buy the DLC for some of these games, it looks like. Yes. That's some dumbness. Well, no, I mean, you could still get the Platinum Trophy, which means that you 100%ed the normal one. Is... Cartoon Network Punch Time Explosion XL, that game with really bad fighting controls. Oh, like it's a really... hell yeah it is. Okay, yeah, I played that at uh, Dusty's house. Yeah, it was. it's basically the place, it was that PlayStation All-Star Battle Royale that it had us play. It's basically a shitty version of that. <laughs> uh. Correction, <laughs> shittier been... version, because PlayStation All-Stars wasn't that great either. Yeah, they wanted to make a Smash Bros. killer, and instead they. Which they should have done. Franchise. It was just like then, but here's how you do that, PlayStation. Just make it Super Smash Brothers. You didn't make yeah. it Super Smash Brothers. It was like a weird game where you had to build up murder points, and it wasn't intuitive at all. No, and also some characters were like super broken. Like Matt Hardy. 
Yes, sure. Kratos was super uh, broken. Sly Cooper is pretty broken, and Ratchet and Clank were the most broken. Yeah. See, I made a wrestling reference there, and sometimes I forget that you don't listen to the same podcast that I do, because I know you're not a wrestling guy. You're right. Yeah. Very true. How do you feel about that Star Wars Adventures comic? Which one? Uh, the new one that they announced from IDW. Oh, I didn't know about this. Let me look this up. Yeah, Does Disney doing... own Star Wars or IEW? I think they have some sort of partnership. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a uh, all ages anthology series. I don't know. Here's the big thing: is it canon? Yeah. That right there will tell you how much I care. You care because it's canon, or you care... Will I seek it out more if it's canon? Yes. If it's not, I'll probably read it at some point. Well, and Derek Charm did some of the artwork, which is nice. So. I liked his run on uh, Jughead. I'm sad that I'm dropping that series. I don't know. Why, Luke? Because they got rid of Ryan North and replaced him with Mark Wade, And Mark Wade's first, like, story that he's dropping is literally, hey, you know how I made this whole big deal about uh, Jughead being asexual without making it, like, a big deal? Except, like, in the Sabrina story where it was handled very well. Well, the first issue, or the first arc is going to be Jughead ends up getting a harem for reasons. And it's like... No. No thanks. Hmm. Like, get someone who's under 40 at least to write Jughead, because... <sighs> teens. I still like Mark Wade. But yeah, he doesn't know his teen books as well. And he's just been really, really bad on the uh, social medias. It's like... I feel like there's this point where you can either decide to keep trying to understand young people or you just get too far away and you can't handle criticism anymore. Yeah. He means well, but... But then he did that like really, really poorly received Black Superman series. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Uh, it was uh, called Strange Fruit, or it was oh, is that what that was about? Yeah. Oh, okay. I knew uh, that he wrote that, and that people didn't like that, but I didn't know what it was actually it was. Yeah, it was pretty much an alien lands on Earth, looks like a black guy, has all the powers of Superman, and it's during slavery era, and it mm. tried to be prestige in the really worst way. And when you had people in the black comics community saying, yeah, no, this is not good. You should really just talk to someone if you want it to be good. He's like, nope, I know what I'm doing. You guys are all wrong. And I don't even know if it 
finished coming out? I thought it got cancelled a while ago. Let's see. Actually, I met Mark Wade a couple months ago. He's actually the reason that I play that Star Wars Destiny game now. Because hmm. Fantasy Flight had a big Star Wars event where they had him and then Timothy Zahn, who like was the guy who wrote like all the really good Expanded Universe novels there. He's the man who created yeah. Thrawn. Yeah, I know. You okay. mentioned him. Okay. But yes, they had a thing there. Yeah, the fourth issue came out in November of last year, but like people just realized, I think, that ignoring it was the best thing to do. Mm. Hmm. So, what is, uh, how are you feeling about Exiled? Because we don't really necessarily talk about that as much. Oh, I am. I like Exiled. I think it's going really well. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, but I think I might also be tweaking around some of the rules a bit more. Okay. Yeah, I saw your little email about that. Yeah. Like, one of the things that I'm realizing is there's not a lot of clear stakes or, like, you know, and you're killing us? Yeah. And Jen having to redraw the cover art. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I've been listening to more and more podcasts. I've been seeing how games have appeared and changed, and even with, like, the Star Wars RPG. And part of me is thinking that I'll be switching it up so like if you get a green you succeed but there's going to be some sort of negative attached to it so like if you're trying to hit you don't necessarily hit for all damage or they can see where you are or your gun jams as opposed to like a yellow where it's your attempt does what you wanted to exactly and then like reds will be you determine the outcome of it Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. And then, like, just trying to work on the whole background system. Because there is a bunch of uh, stuff that generally slows down the game. And I think it's important to introduce characters. Like, with the uh, Volume 7, I think it would be... I want to try and do a whole, like, gender-reversed universe... For it so heads up there for people who listen to this podcast who are also on exiled podcast beyond devon i don't know if anyone from exile does listen to this podcast for this one except for, yeah yeah i don't know yeah well don't tell them keep it a secret let's see if you guys do listen to this send me an email now i feel that that's sort of just dicky and petty but Luke's being yeah. petty because no one else is listening to because the other members aren't listening to his other projects. <laughs> Devin, you don't even listen to this podcast and you probably wouldn't listen to it if you weren't on it. That's true. <laughs> I told you there's only one podcast that I actually ever listen to. And that is Mike and Tommy Snacks. <laughs> hmm. We get to listen to comedian Michael Ian Black and Tom Cavanaugh eat snacks and then describe them. <sighs> well, I know uh, they don't like movie... these. They don't like the astronaut ice cream. 
Movie Fighters is now going to have their snack situation upgraded to a full-length podcast. Oh, wow. Yeah. Are they aware that they're going to be crossing Mike and Mike Liam Black and Tom Cavanaugh? Nope. One of those men is the reverse Flash. He'll kill them. No. One of them was impersonated by the reverse Flash. No, I guess that's true. Yeah. Now he's played like eight different versions of Harrison Wells. Yes. I I didn't recognize him from like other stuff until it was like, oh, he was JD's brother on that episode of Scrubs that used to make me cry. Mm-hmm. And he was Ed in TV's Ed. Never watched that. My mom watched that occasionally. It was good. It also had Mankley and Black. It's why they're friends. Hmm. Yeah. He ran a bowling alley. That one song that they use in that episode of uh, Scrubs, of uh, How to Save a Life, who wrote that song? I don't know. The Fray. Yeah, and for a while that was like a, oh man, remember when she... Wait, no, that was... No, that wasn't him who died in that episode. I was going to say, I didn't think very dead. No, no, it was uh, Brendan Fraser's character. Yeah, he did die. That was sad. Yeah, yeah, that one made me sad. Yeah, no, JD's brother was just sort of a jerk. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I was a little confused. I'm like, I don't, I don't remember that, but okay. Well, I think we also established on Exiles that nobody really watched that last season of Scrubs, so. So I could probably James did. say that he died. Yeah. Well, and I did too. I think I watched like one or two episodes, but. Yeah. Those last two seasons kind of lost me a bit. Yeah, they... It was always that should've... series that I kept saying, oh, I'll go back and watch it now that I think the entire series is on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been doing Frasier slowly. Nice. The thing I started last night but I didn't finish the episode was the reboot of Mystery Science Theater 3000. I'm... Ooh, can we get real for a moment? Mm-hmm. I don't know if I actually like Mystery Science Theater 3000. Holy shit, dude. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, look at you. Like, I like the premise, and, like, I, I'll turn it on during Thanksgiving on those Turkey Day specials, but it isn't something that makes me, like, consistently laugh. I guess that's fair. I, like... Mr. Science Theater. Like, I'll watch some Polygon videos and I will laugh till it literally hurts sometimes. But, like, Mr. Science Theater 3000, I don't feel like I've ever hit that point. See, but again, it also talks back to that we, we have two very different... Uh, styles of movies because for me there's both the i enjoy watching it for the jokes but then i also enjoy watching whatever shitty film is on maybe but i feel like the editing style that they do doesn't always necessarily fit that the best way 
And now the new season also has Patton Oswald in it. Yeah. You I'm don't not love... a big Oswald guy. God, why, why, why don't you like funny things, Luke? I do. Apparently you we don't. You don't different... like Patton Oswald? Nope. He's like the one man who I actually enjoy watching his uh, stand-up. Okay. He is a funny man. Okay. Ooh, snip snap. You're not going to actually care what? about this or know anything, but they just confirmed something at uh, Star Wars Celebration this weekend. What? Which is that one of the clone troopers who is still alive, Rex, who has his big old gray bushy beard, is in fact still alive at the end of uh, Return of the Jedi. Because there's also a man who's invading on Endor with a big uh, bushy beard. A great bushy beard. And now they're saying, bam, same guy. No longer just Rebel Trooper. And that is another so, fact that Luke doesn't care about. Yeah, the amount that I'm willing to engage with the Star Wars universe is uh, slowly increasing, but that's mostly because of the like Star Wars podcast that I'm still in. Star Wars is great, Luke. Love the wars. It's it is what it is. I mean, I like watching new movies. And then there's the Clone Wars cartoon, which is also great. But you can watch all of that on Netflix. About, I hear a lot of good things about Rebels. Yeah, Rebels is also great. But you need actually... It's amazing, but it's actually even better if you've watched all of Clone Wars. It was made by the same guy, so it's basically... It hits a lot of similar themes and stuff that came up in Clone Wars comes up there. I'm I'm slowly expanding what I know, mainly because of people having, like, conversations in the Star Wars RPG. Last week, my character, uh, last time that we played, my character literally just stayed in and watched movies and gave a bunch of battle droids the Star Wars Rock'em Sock'em Robot equivalent, and uh, the rest of the party went and had an adventure where they found a new base for everybody. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm teaching robots. To feel uh, love? Well, and a question of what's going to happen afterwards. Hmm. Like, because we're still in the Age of Rebellion, as it's called, like, in between Episode 1 and 2, or Episode 3, Episode 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. And so we found... A uh, general who, like a robot general who had put his body into a ship and then we found a new body for him. And then like three special kill droids, one of which I've called Three Bone because it's such a great name. And they're uh, 
just slowly becoming aware that, well, they're aware that the war that they fought is no longer continuing on. And they're fine fighting the Empire, we hope. But there's questions of what are they going to do if war ever ceases. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's fun questions. They also make a lot of macaroni art, and we weren't even supposed to be able to talk to them. Like, we were supposed to have this big fight with them, and instead we made them our friends. Um, yeah, like, we continuously just make friends instead of killing people. Is that like that time that I played Magic and ruined your plans too, Luke? Less so. Less so. Because yours was, oh, no, we don't have to fight any of these people. We can just send them to hell. And this was, we found an alternate solution that actually resolves the issue. I resolved the issue, Luke. Was Sebastian Shaw stopped? He would come back in, like, the next arc as a demon who's teamed up with Sim, who's literally able to absorb magical energy along with physical power, and he would rip Ileana apart. That's not true at all. Because do you know who would have come back to save the day? Skiz? Motherfucking Skiz. (laughs) (laughs) He stabbed those drivers and then got away. For uh, context, I had run a New Mutants uh, one-shot. It's actually like one of the pre-made ones called Mutate Mutants, but you're supposed to use the like second generation of New Mutants slash like the team that eventually became X-Horse. But because Jay and Miles weren't there at the time, I reached uh, or I picked. Or I let the uh, team play as the original class. Devin played Ileana and proceeded to mess with everything in the way that Ileana does. And like one of the first things that they came across was a group of street toughs. One of which was named Skits. Or Skiz, like he's schizophrenic. And Ileana sent him to hell. And then later on in the campaign some people were trying to get away and I really needed them to stop. So I unported Skiz into the back of their van, who then promptly stabbed them. (laughs) (laughs) And crashed their van into a tree. Skiz then made his way into the night. (laughs) (laughs) Young Skiz. Where I'm assuming I essentially just made a new generation of Jack the Ripper. Well, and then the final boss was Sebastian Shaw, who is, like, working on a solution that will cause mutants to mutate even more. And, like, I think Amara just jumped into it to see what would happen again and again. The entire base caught fire, and instead of fighting Sebastian Shaw, you just teleported him into hell. Which was a solution, just like in the uh, factory where you're supposed to take time to... uh, like, get past the defenses or, like, fight all the rest. You're like, no, we'll just teleport in there. It's like, god damn it, magic. Yep. And then you're like, oh, once you I teleport, it's like, what are you, so what are you going to do now? 
Well, nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna leave him there. This wraps up this mission. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Skiz would necessarily come back to save you from evil Satan uh, Sebastian I'm gonna Shaw. say he come back to save me. I just gotta find him and pour him back in there. And then he'll just go with Stabbing. Mm -hmm. Skiz would find a way. <sighs> Skiz always finds a way. Skiz is like <sighs> life. <laughs> always finds a way. What if there is a version of Alien, but instead of a Xenomorph, it's just Skiz running around getting bigger and bigger. Skiz had knives. Oh, silly Luke, you're referencing the wrong uh, franchise. What what franchise would be better? Oh, Life Finds a Way is from Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. Said by everyone's favorite actor, Jeff Goldblum. Who's going to That's fucking right. kill it in Thor 3. Mm -hmm. I do wish he was more blue, but I'll accept it. Yeah. Because they also changed the uh, collector. I was going to say, I, I just feel like we're not going for a very blue people. Mm -hmm. Unless they're played by actors of color. Yeah. <sighs> well, I think this has been a... Uh... And Jeff Goldblum can do whatever he wants. Do you know why? Because he's fucking Jeff Goldblum. Which is actually the big reason that the new Independence Day movie was bad, because Jeff Goldblum just was not fun like he needed to be. Oh yeah, I forgot you probably actually saw that movie. I did. It was bad. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I was hoping it was at least going to be fun. It wasn't fun. Yeah, and then there's the problematic jingoistic stuff going on in that movie. Yeah, I bet. Yep. We showed those aliens what for. Was there, like, anything redeeming in that movie? No, not really. Like, it was actually bad. What is the worst movie that you've seen in theaters that you've paid for? Like, where you actually wanted to walk out, or that you actually oh. out? Oh, I didn't see that one in theaters. I waited until it was on DVD. Oh yeah, oh, worst so. movie worst movie I ever saw in theaters was Stealth. The movie about the uh, plane that became sentient like it was an evil Johnny Five? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that movie was trash. <laughs> but probably describe more. Oh man. Well first off you have Jessica Beals in it. She is a terrible actress. Um, Jamie Foxx was in it. He wasn't doing good. The plane became real. I think it had some emotional attachment with symbols in love with Jessica Biel. I don't really remember. And then there was that other soldier actor. He wasn't good. Things happen. They blow it up. I think Jamie Foxx dies. Question mark? Unsure. Uh, uh, Josh Lucas. Yes, him. 
It was directed by Rob Cohen, director of Fast and the Furious and Triple X. Yeah, it was still a bad movie. I just remember, yeah, hating that film. Uh, yes, and apparently, spoilers, Jamie Foxx does die. Okay. And one of the characters' names was Ganon. Yes. Huh. But yeah, it was a bad movie full of bad things, and no one should ever see that film. See, I'd name mine, but then you'd get really angry with me. Uh-oh. So. Luke, name it so I can get really angry at you. <laughs> um, ooh, let's turn this into a guessing game. Because I think you know that I didn't like this film, and you liked it, so I'll give you three guesses. Is it Star Wars? No. Like a movie that I was ready to walk out of? It follows... Oh, Kick-Ass? Yep. Well, I mean, you're just wrong, Luke, and it's okay. People can be wrong sometimes. It's okay to have a factually wrong opinion, just like how my dad says the secret sauce at Cane's is not very good. This is a very special sauce. Easy. It's okay to have a wrong opinion. A factually incorrect opinion. Mm. Yes, that's that's the uh, friendship I enjoyed. Mm -hmm. That is the friendship. Yeah, I I just didn't care for that movie And then afterwards uh, My friend who had come out all the way to Pittsburgh And like we chose to see it Like we were going to do a double feature of that And then Pee Wee's Big Adventure We were like, no Because he was ready to walk out of that thing If I had known And I probably would have been good to walk out of it I just thought it was a Vile not good, dumb movie in the worst ways. Nope, it was a great movie, full of great things, especially Nicolas Cage. Have I told you about great movies that Nicolas Cage has done recently, Luke? Yes, you have. One of them is available now on Netflix. Which one? USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage. The movie that has, that's, it's a period piece. Has some weird love triangle that I didn't care about going on. Nicholas Cage tries to give empowered speeches as we take the nuclear bomb over so we can bomb Japan. And then, bam, their ship gets sunk on the way back. Fucking shark movie. As Nicholas Cage has to save as the rest of the crew from being eaten by sharks. Remember when we uh, saw the, uh, the Rapture movie with Nick Cage? I do. That was a fun times. It was. Yeah, basically that movie had it all, though. Everyone will enjoy that film. There was some romance, period films, sharks. Oh, the wonderful world of movies. So Nicholas Cage makes one more phenomenal qu- films. So I got one more question for you, Devin. Uh-huh. So tomorrow's Easter. Mm-hmm. When we're recording this. I currently have pizza to last me through the day, but what should I do for a special Easter meal tomorrow? Deviled eggs. I don't like eggs. Can't help you there. Well, I don't like eggs either, but I like deviled eggs. For some reason, I just... Yeah, let's not get into an egg discussion. No, let's get into this egg discussion. I 
think my old roommate turned me, my old roommate slash landlord turned me off from eggs just because he always made them and they always had like the stench of hard boiled eggs for the next two or three days. Mm. And he had them frequently. I was curious how, where this was going. I was like, did, did he like appear in your room while you were sleeping and start like smashing eggs on your face? <laughs> and no. now Luke just says like PTSD of no. No more eggs, please. I'll pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just uh, pretending to be like my cinematic hero, the octopus. And Frank Miller is the spirit. Oh, yes. <laughs> that movie. That is a wonderful trash movie. Oh. That movie. <laughs> that is that is a garbage film I can get behind. Just like Speed Racer. Speed Racer is not garbage. It is an amazing film. Yeah, I like Speed Racer. You know who else likes Speed Racer? Who? Jay from Jay and Miles. Nice. Yes. Oh, well. This has been like 40 or so minutes of rambling, I think. We can keep going through that trophy list, though. I turned off the TV, and it's also getting the time that I want to get on some of that pizza. Oh, Little Big Planet 2. Played that a lot. Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions, we could have an entire episode about that game. And should, because it's actually phenomenal. And is about multiverses. The Spider-Man Noir 2099 Ultimate and Amazing have to team up to stop something. Now, I'm wondering... Let's see what Marvel Wikia says. Marvel Wikia. But more importantly, they also are all voiced by like the greatest people, which actually made me like the happiest. Because they roped in, they got four of the people who previously voiced him in the animated shows to come and do the voice for the game. Yeah, I, I'm aware we've had this conversation before. Well, whatever, Luke. Where's the unfriend PlayStation button? There it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, apparently those universes are divergent universes from the ones that they are based on, so. But that's that's the way these things normally work. Mm-hmm. Uh, comics. Alternate universes. So without looking up, can you name each of the voice actors for the different types of Spider-Man in that movie? In what movie? Or in that game. Yeah, Joe Keating, he was uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, he was the Ultimate Universe. Whoa, 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 whoa. Joe Keating? Not Joe Keating, it's not even Keating, though. (laughs) Josh Keaton. Josh Keaton, whatever. Spectacular Spider-Man voiced Ultimate Universe. Neil Patrick Harris from the MTV Spider-Man voiced Amazing... Uh, the guy from the 90s cartoon did 2099. And th- Dan Gilvison. Yes, and then the guy who did Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends did Noir. Christopher Daniel Barnes. 
Yeah. <sighs> Good times for video games. I guess, but I've always been really slow about having new games or uh, new consoles or like even more than one game for each one. Yep, we are different people. I had this yeah. thing, I had this thing like the first week it was out. It was right after oh, college when I had a job. It was like, yeah, I deserve this. Good for you, Devin. Mm-hmm. Okay, but yeah, now I, I want to get my pizza on, and I also have, like, a bunch of hours of podcast editing. Have so. fun. Uh, where can people find you online? You can find me online at Fred Ofet, that's F-R-E-D-D-O-F-E-T-T, and Luke, where can people find you? You can find me online at Coltreg, that's K-O-L-T-R-E-G, on the Twitter, or you can visit my website, LukeHere.com. Uh, I want to go to America! And I'm Devin. Wow, Luke. <laughs> X-Men 92. Now in podcast form. It's the Devin experience. And I'm Devin. <laughs> uh, he was stung by multiple scorpions. X-Men 92. What? 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, soundboard. You oh. will never die. Chris, love that. <laughs> <laughs>